Bro. 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 Listen to the kids. Bro. Bro. Listen to the kids. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 36 Chambers of Fatherhood show. I am your host, Scuba Bell, the Papa Dundada. Swing it over to my other co-host. I am S. Dot Hamilton, a.k.a. O'Head Wilder, <clears throat> doing the things I like to do for all the fathers worldwide. 36 <clears throat> Chambers of Fatherhood. We out here to collect. collect. There you go. How you been? I've been good. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm feeling good. Back in the gym. I was injured. Yeah. Took that slip down the stairs. Yeah, sued the city. Now you rich. You out here. You got gold rings on. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) You're not. You know, it's funny. People was asking me about that. They was like, "Um, you uh, slipped on a job? Like, did you do a a worker's comp? (laughs) I said, I was going to work. It rained uh, during the night. So I had on these bogus Air Max. You know, they were a little older. So the grip on them things was gone. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just wear them for work, whatever. So I walked down the stairs. Took that first step, boom, hyperextended my knee. So I thought I had tore a meniscus, and I was like, damn. So when I went to CDMD, whatever, went to go, you know, real quick, because your regular doctor, they'll tell you, like, come, in, come back in, like, 30 days or something yeah, like that. Yeah, tell us how it feels. Yeah. Um, so they said they took an X-ray, no broken bones, whatever. I got an MRI done. The MRI showed... No tear, nothing, just arthritis. Fuck. Cool. That's the suck ass part of um getting old. You That's know? all right. That's all right, man. So anyway. But the, the dope part is that you got the salt and pepper beard now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that's 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 the stress that came after, you know. Oh, oh, I I didn't even add in the part about my lower back. Oh yeah, yeah, that happened yeah, too. Same week. Yeah, that same week had a um I used a foam roller because my back was tight. So I decided to use a foam roller when I came home from work, right? I was like, all right, I'm going to use the joint. I rolled over it, but then I heard the pop, pop, pop. And I was like, oh, cool. Got up. I feel all right. I went to sit up, and it felt like my whole torso was, like, dislocated. And I, like, slid back on the floor. And to use the foam roller again to correct what I did, <laughs> I messed t- up. Took me all out the game. So now I'm on the floor. My wife in the living room. The kids is in the living room, and I'm in the bedroom looking crazy, <laughs> just on the floor trying to get back up. And I got to use the bathroom. So like it, it was a nightmare. So um, got the MRI done for that. Yeah, I got a bulging disc, L1, L5, herniated disc. Crazy. So I had to lay down for like two weeks, three weeks off of that. And that took us out the game or the show, you know. So It's all good, but we out here to collect, so yes. it's fine, man. So it's fine. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Everyone's hearing like a, a, a creepy laugh right now, and we don't want to... We'll, we'll introduce this person. We have um, a very, very special guest. Um, so special. Very, very special. We have a Mr. Now, how do I pronounce your, your last name? We have a Mr. Mike 
Brigante. You, you, you did really good show prep for this, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? I don't hey, know if it's Brigante hey, what's, hey, or what's Brigante. Your name? Hey, what's your name? No, 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 no. That's no. great. <laughs> I don't know if it's Brigante or Brigante. It's Brigante, but it's funny. Boom. Like the kids' school and all that shit, they mispronounce his name all the time. They what go, do they say? Brigante. Br- and and then, you know, he'll correct them because he's an asshole, but. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have Mike. Brigante. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome um, to the show, sir. See, I, I Thanks, think I, I, I think I was supposed to set that up. Oh, but, you know, I, I just let I Sorry. just let him I just let him go. You know, hey. you know. <laughs> I'm staring in his face right now. Like, Sorry. Right, if there was an office, if, if there was a, a camera that you look into, like in the office, I'll just be looking into the camera like, damn. <laughs> All right, um, Mike. Thank you for the coming through. Thank um, you. It's been a minute since you and I. You know, decade. Uh, yeah, decade. Because we um we hooked up initially through music production. Yeah, man. And you know has has some classic has some classic heat that still if you pull it up now it's still hot still to, to this day. Go to my podcast sometimes hear it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, I think I think matter of fact, I think I sent you one of the beat scoop. Oh yeah. Um, that me and him did together. Um. I'll look it in the email and okay. point it out to you. All right, uh, other than that, uh, Mike, please. Um, you're a father now. Yeah, man. And um, it's about to be eight and uh, eight. eight a week from today. Congratulations! I thought he, I thought he was oh, a week from today. I thought he was older than that. Yeah, I thought so too. No. <laughs> um, please uh, take us on. Uh, as you would say, how, how you usually set that oh, up? Oh, take us to the Genesis. The Genesis. So, he loved he loved so doing take that. Take us to the Genesis. So well, first, not, I didn't not, wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> not about the not about the dad stuff just yet. <laughs> that was the number not one about one the dad room. stuff just yet. So Sean explained that you were a music producer. Take us back yeah. to those days. We want to know who Mike Brigante is. Uh, yeah. Well, when we were working. Like I was working on Milamachenko yeah. stuff. You were working on a bunch of just different. Oh, I can tell you all of them. I remember all Donnie Goins. Oh yeah, Serious yeah. Goins. Yeah, Serious Jones. Yeah, Serious Jones. Yeah. You yeah. just did the Nego stuff. Oh right, the Babe I'm, stuff. Yes. And uh, and then we started, like, I would have something dope that was lacking, or vice versa. We would send each other the sessions. Yes. And you would tune up something I would send yeah. you, or I would tune up something you would send, right. and they would just get better. We, I think, we made such great shit, and then quit. Real yeah, quick. what? See, what? what, what <laughs> I quit. See, I no. quit music. Yeah, he, he went. He just quit. He was like out of nowhere. Like, nah, I'm not doing this no more. But how long were you in music? How long? How, like, what? What made you go into music production? Well, I start like I started making music. Like as a kid, you know, like in college. I started making music in college. I started comedy in college. I started writing for TV in college. So all the shit at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm doing all this, music was always a hobby. And then I wound up working in TV briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was fine. Moved to LA, did all that shit. And then when I moved back, I was burned out. I moved back to New York, burned out, and was still into music and then started making music professionally so to speak i started you know got a publishing deal started licensing music to video games and tv shows and nice. shit like that 
And then, you know, try to work with artists, trying to get placements whenever you can, if you can. Back when, that, back when that was like a thing, back when you could like do a remix and bring it to, you know, fucking Will Sokolov in Hell's Kitchen and he'd press it up on vinyl and give you five grand on the spot for it. Mm. And it was like, there was money to be made. And then like, we started working when the money was going away. Yeah. When it was just like. Spec deal. Yeah. Everything, everything was just, mm. the money was going away, but the independent market wasn't where it is now. Yeah. Like now I wish I was doing music now. I, I, I really wish I had a fucking idea because if you, if you can't make music right now, you're a fucking idiot. Like if you can't put an album out right now, everything's free. Yeah. Everything's free. It, it costs nothing to go on iTunes. It costs yeah. nothing to make anything. But uh, yeah, so I was just making music, working with independent artists in, in New York. And uh, and then, yeah, I met this guy and, uh, and then we did stuff together for a while. And then, uh, and teed it out. Yeah. <laughs> what year was this? Yeah. I mean, you, you. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was, my, yeah. It was see. in between that 2007 and we, we were work. Yeah, yeah, like 04, yeah. 05 to 07. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you know what it was? It was just like uh, I got bored. I got bored. I was doing music. I, I stopped like working with artists and started just making music for licensing. You were trying to get that money, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, you have a, a, a cool beat. Well, you could try to get a placement and meet with everyone. Or you just hand it off to my publisher. At the time it was Royalty Network. And they'll get it on some basic cable TV show. And in a few months, you know, you'll start seeing, you know, checks for 13 cents. Yeah. And you'll be killing it. <laughs> you was part of CSAC, right? Yeah. Yeah. I still, I still am. I still get the, yeah. I, I still get checks from a royalty network and CSAC, and you know they're for like you know fourteen dollars something like that. There you go, Ball. But for for like you know it'd always be like you know the Real Housewives and like you know all, all the reality shows because they still have the music you give. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that should just renews and renews. I don't care about. It. I don't fucking yeah. Missing Link, yeah. They they still send me, and I'm not even a part of their network, and they still yeah. But they still have the copyright. Yeah, like you never you have to formally dissolve that. Yeah, same thing. I remember Missing Link and. Yeah, so you'll you'll just get these like I get these statements and now they're you know online, but and you'll just be like, wow, you know I'm really killing it in uh you know Bravo <laughs> TV shows and shit right. like that, and then you realize they're all like you know point oh oh three cents, point oh oh seven cents, like yeah. oh the theme song from your hit show got me a dollar fifty five this year. That's great. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> so you mentioned um you mentioned show writing, you mentioned yeah. music production, and you mentioned. Comedian. Yeah, for the last ten oh, years, oh, oh, I've just oh, been doing stand up. Oh yes. wait, well, wait a minute though. Well, what about the Rob Zombie stuff? Do you want to? You know, not really. Do you want to delve into that? Uh, not really. Yeah, if, someone, uh, if someone wants yeah. to Google it, yeah. there's an article. Yeah. Too, right? yeah, there's an article. There's a yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll we, we'll skip that. There's a but, film I was never paid on. <laughs> but I what I really want to get into is that um, you go into being a comedian now. While you're going into being a comedian, yes. Where were you in life? As far as like, were you dating? your son's mother were you moving around with other chicks were you staying at home being lonely with the tissue and lotion <laughs> you know well no, i st- so I, I i left comedy early 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 and then when i left came, to do comedy or left comedy? Le- left comedy i left comedy and went into music okay and i was making oh so you was doing that before i started comedy before everything oh wow all right yeah in college poorly you know badly and then I, I was done with music. I was kind of done with show business. It was kind of because of a project that went very badly. 
it was part of like a film I was a producer on that went terribly. And I was like, I'm in like show business limbo. And I, I had no idea what I'm doing. Like, I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to get a day job? Like ha- having really never been employed for the last 10 years. You know, I was like, am I going to go fucking, you know, learn to juggle? Like, what am I going to do? And then I was like, <laughs> and I was talking at the time. I was talking to a buddy of mine who was a touring comic who I just knew for a long time ago. I wasn't doing stand up anymore. And he was just like, I got some shows. You want to open for me? And I jokingly said that would just ruin your show. And I, I haven't been on stage in years. And this is 10 years ago now. And he was like, I just come out. So I was like, okay, fine. So yeah, I did some bar shows and stuff and then went out and did his theater show. 2,000 people. Like the first time back on stage professionally in my adult life. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back in this. That's it. You loved it. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bombed. <clears throat> yeah, and I, and I bombed. It was a terrible experience. So what made you love it? Why do, why do crackheads like crack? It's it's like anything else. If, if you like doing something, you do it regardless of the cost. There you go. And that was, I was with my kids. Yeah, I was with my chick, but uh, no kid. No kid, nothing like that. But uh, but now I was getting, I was, I was back in comedy as an adult and with something to say and a point of view and a perspective. And and then you have a kid, and then that just adds a whole new perspective and a whole new thing to talk about on stage. Plus, as you get older, you just you know how to work your priorities more. Now it's like you know, now I really can't fucking quit. Okay, that's dope. So you went into uh, being a comedian. <laughs> Nice, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate yeah, that. Appreciate you know, that's, uh, you know, that's, that, that's that diet Pepsi, <laughs> bro. I mean, you bought, you bought the Not, diet Pepsi. Yeah, I, he, this man is a is a diet Pepsi lover, man, and I had to uh, salute him with that, you know. And then I brought him a a, a nice Got eight pack full of case. Yeah, I pre- take, look at take, that. I appreciate that. That's I, that's more than you get for some TV shows you do. Yeah, you uh-huh. know, take that home. Well, they give you a check. Never. Um. Well, let's take it slow because um. What year your son was? Uh, eight years ago. Yeah, so, so kid was born in 2011. Why do I feel like he was born in, earlier than that? No, I promise. I mean, there might be others, but <laughs> <laughs> this one was definitely born in 2011. <laughs> I was fucking there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that process like? How did how did your uh, your 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 as you as you uh, love to call her your chick? Mm. How did she come up to you and say that she was pregnant? It was pretty matter of fact. It was just like, hey, I'm pregnant. Like it, 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 it was a thing that we already talked about and it was already a possibility. And we had a scare a couple times already. We were ready for it. Like we we wanted a you kid. Were down. Yeah, yeah. We wanted a kid. Like we knew we wanted a kid. I mean, it, it wasn't like we weren't trying, you know, like one of those people. But you know, if it happens, it happens. And uh and yeah, we were I was into it right away. I was like, great. Fucking something to do. <laughs> you, know what I mean? like, you know and uh and yeah and that was it and then we we're just like you know gung-ho about that and nice. yeah, had one and then uh that's it now did you no do more. um while you while she was pregnant did you ever do lamaze class well we did this thing um it wasn't a formal lamaze class but we did we took a class with like the head of the maternity ward at lennox hill like as a side gig does a class which is smart and um and we were having the kid at that hospital so I was like, this is a perfect thing because she'll know everything about the experience we're going to have. So it wasn't just Lamaze. It was like, you go there, it's like six weeks or some shit. And it would cover everything. So yeah, it covered natural childbirth, but it covered everything else you want to know too. It wasn't like 
because everyone told me some of those courses were like real one direction. Like you'll go there, it'll be like some hippie who will dissuade you from drugs or dissuade you from a C-section. And then if you go to another one, they'll only push this. So we went to like a like a birthing class that kind of walked you through fucking every scenario. I you know I, know, I when uh me and um my wife uh-huh. had a kid. I didn't do none of that stuff. You know, I just this for us we um you we just shit it out and yeah no yeah <laughs> yeah um and by the way she knows you too because she's That's like true. yo. Who's that guy? Every time, like you post a comment, he's like right under it, and he got like a ill slick comment. I said, "Oh, that's my man, Mike." <laughs> <laughs> um, what you call it? When me, when we had Kennedy, uh-huh. we just went up to Saint uh, Saint Louis because that's right up the hill from yeah, where yeah. we live at. Um, and it was just a routine checkup. She went there. I'll never forget the day because you know uh, Kennedy just had her uh, fifth birthday. This past Tuesday. So we went up there. It was supposed to be a routine checkup. The doctor was like, well, you got to go upstairs now. It's like, why? Because you um, you do. do. We just came here for a routine. That was it. Done. We ain't do none of those classes. Wow. None of that. We I, I, I don't even know what that's like. When I hear people like, my, my, um, my wife's like, I don't need that shit. I mean, oh, she, honestly, she's right. We yeah. didn't need it. Yeah, we, we just right. gave someone six hundred bucks for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, she's like, my, my wife. I like, would love that cash right now. <laughs> right. My, my wife said, "I had two already. What I need that shit for?" That's a give, point too. Just give me yeah. the epidural and we good to go. So that's what that was like, you know. Right. But when I hear people say, "Yeah, they went to the Mars class and all that," I'm like, really? For my first son, we we did uh, Lamaze and and. It was mostly because, obviously, this is the first situation for both of us. Right. But I was around, you know, when my mom was pregnant with my two sisters. So I was just like, well, right. So you have like I know insight. my mom yeah, just yeah. did this and did that. And I guess I'll hear these people and talk about stuff. So it was just whatever. But I always love to hear a perspective of like a new dad, new situation that wasn't around anything and see how they went about Lamont's class, especially. Yeah, we didn't know. Uh, especially in your predicament where you're, you know, coming up as a comedian. Yeah, we had no fucking idea. It was like, well, let's just let's just take a class on everything. We took that class, and then when we had the kid, we got lucky. It was a C-section, so now we're in the high, we're in the hospital for five days. Like you're living at the hospital for five days, yeah. and they had classes there. So then it was just like, well, we're fucking here, and then we would just do every class there, like uh, the the breastfeeding class, also fucking waste. The um, it was all a waste. It was, it was all <laughs> the bullshit. breastfeeding class is just like you know. Well, position. Well, he never breastfed, like this, so it yeah. was like we did this class like three times in a row, and then uh, it ended up he's eating fucking bottles. But <laughs> but they had all you know they had the, the teach teach you how to change a diaper. I don't know how to change a fucking diaper. What do I know how to change a diaper? So it was like taking all those classes and being like you know, and look, let's be honest, like we're the first generation of like hands on dads too. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I, I always say, like, we're the first generation of, like, I love you dads. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's fucking true. <laughs> like, our, what would have been our, you have a father. I don't have a father. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, what would be our father's generation, there were shitty parents usually like you know it's like it the was, mom did all the work it was rough back then mm-hmm. yeah. coming from where we was coming from yeah and the mom would do the parenting mm-hmm. and the dad would like you know go to work and get blowjobs on the way home like that was the, that was that was the gig and then yeah. like we're the 
and I just don't say us, but like every parent I know is like the first where now you see dads changing diapers. Yeah, we're more into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Wearing uh, what what is that with the um the baby strap? Yeah, the baby strap. They're mm-hmm. doing all. Oh, of I didn't that. wear that. I, I, yeah, I, 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 did, <laughs> I did it, and I got a picture. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put it up. You know, what I'm saying on a throwback. I wore mine probably. Yeah, uh, listen, <laughs> yeah. when I wore mine, when I wore mine on the train, I went to go. This is when um uh, Nico was in town. So I was taking, no, 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 Nico, I'm sorry. Nico wasn't in town. I was doing something else. And I put the baby in there and people were like, they was giving me that point. Like, oh, yeah. You know, thumbs up. Hey, like, good job, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause that color looks nice on you, pal. Right. And not even like the color look nice. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, you get the, like, the dad props. Know, yeah, yeah, dad yeah, yeah, props. Yeah. And it's like, especially from women. Yes. Because they're like, they doing all that. They're heading out like, yeah, I like that. You know what I'm saying? That's You, know, you on point right there. Like, it's usually yeah. like an accessory for like women to be like, oh, wow, look at this. Look at this guy doing his thing. And uh, it's, 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 I oh, guess I it's it. rewarding. You know? I got it all the time. Like, because I was home all day with my kid, you know. So. Yeah, I, I seen the picture. Yeah, I used to see all. He was in, man. What yeah. you call your, your little, should I, should I say it? <laughs> Yeah, my, 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 my little monkey. Yeah, yeah I that, call him monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a fucking monkey. You see, I posted a picture today of him climbing pipes. Climbing Wait, pipes. Do you still got um the little dog? Yeah. So How you have a old dog is he son? now? Fifteen. He's fifteen years old. Like when you knew him, yeah. Like you do him probably a couple years after I got him, but yeah, he's fifteen. Wow. He's drop dead any day now. He's super healthy. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, he, is he still? He's exactly the same. Jumps up, all that shit. Now he's yeah. my kid's dog, essentially. Like, okay. He takes care of him. But, and it's, so it's funny, not to plug another podcast, but Sunday, I have to do a buddy of mine's pie. He does a, like a pet centric podcast because his wife's a veterinarian. He's a comic. And I've canceled on him like three times because of gigs and shit. And he was like, hey, can you do it Sunday? I was like, look, my dog's 15. I really have to do it this week because it's going to be an awkward podcast if he drops dead on the way there. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's going to happen. Right. You know, and then that's a whole thing. You have a kid and a dead dog. That's a fucking conversation you don't want to have to have. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I've absolutely. already started prepping him. Oh, your son? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Telling him so that, you, you know, you just think, get ready for him to think he's gonna, You think go he's going to go? He got the, uh, start to get the crust in his eyes? With- yeah, well, it's just everything. I mean, look. He's a small dog, so like you know, twenty is possible, sure. But fifteen is way past the mark. I mean, you got gray hairs. Yeah, yeah, like like a lot of the black turned white. Yeah. And like he's got like the little haze over his eyes, even though he acts young. Oh, oh he got the hay, he got the cloudy eyes, like uh, when you get old. Exactly. <laughs> so I started explaining to my kid, like, look, in, in human years, he's like a hundred and fifteen years old. Mm. You know, he's acting young. I was like, and I equated like Stan Lee because he likes comics. Like it's like Stan Lee. He's old as fuck, but he was still showing up to shit. Yeah. But eventually, he's just not going to show up to shit. And that's right. going to be this dog. Like, he's just going to drop dead at some point. It's going to be depressing. I'm yeah, you had that, that dog for a long time, too. You're not ready for that, you just said? Well, I'm not ready for the emotional roller coaster that's going to come with an eight-year-old whose dog's died. Yeah. And, like, not only is dog... I mean, I had a bunch of pets die at that age, but it's a dog I had since before he was born. So, literally... He's only ever known that. So just like anything else, just like if uh, parents get divorced or something. Like at that age, you know, they don't process change that well. You know, they'll do it. They'll handle it. They'll be fine. But it's going to be emotional. It's going to be like, oh, great. Now I got to send you to school. 
you know, crying because your dog just dropped dead. And they're like, man up, son. Yeah. You know, dogs die every day. You know, so you'd be all right. I mean, yeah, it, dogs it, die every day. it would be probably better if he just died in one shot. Like if I just opened the door and he ran out and got eaten by a mountain lion. <laughs> Than if he just slowly fucking withered away. Yeah. Maybe he could fight off that mountain lion, like uh the dude who was Good uh who was fuck. uh running. <laughs> there was a dude that was I was reading an article, dude was jogging I and saw the mountain that. lion uh, approached him. I don't know. I just saw the headline. You know, I'm one yep. of those lazy people that I saw read the headlines and like, oh wow, all right. And cool. make your make your assessment off of that. Yeah, <laughs> but oh uh runner runner um defended himself against mountain lion and, and Be careful, man. Wildlife is scary as fuck. You're well, we're gonna go into we're just gonna continue just talking, whatever. So, um, our listeners don't know that you're from upstate New York. Not from upstate no, New York. No, Excuse no, me, not no, from no, upstate. No. You live in upstate no. New York. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, you live in upstate. I do. New York. I've been there for two years. Two I, years. I'm. I, I live in a little lake village. I live on the water. Mm-hmm. See, this man's a baller, man. See, <laughs> see, I, I got, I gotta get, I gotta get with you. We gotta talk off of this and, fi- and figure things out, like. How are you doing this, man? Put me on so I can. You're cheap so it I, is to live. So I, an hour so away. I, tell, I tell him this all. The so time. I can move up there and and because I'm tired. Yeah. Of, I'm tired. I tell you this all the time. He just said it's cheap. Yeah, I'm tired yeah. of New York City. I'm tired of Harlem. I'm paying I'm, less than what I was. I mean, without talking numbers on here. Yeah. I'm talking. I'm paying less than what I was paying when I lived in Queens. Mm. I was in Forest Hills, Queens, in a doorman building, and I was paying way more money than I'm paying to live. In a house, told you. with land, told you. on a lake, told you. Jesus, told you. I need to get but, out of here. But you lose all the conveniences. There's so a reason. The travel. I wanted to get into that. So you're a traveling comedian yes. who is a father yes. that lives in upstate New York. Yes, and his mom travels for a living too. What does she do? Uh, she works in an international nonprofit, so mm. she travels the world. Oh wow! Like I like I go to like Columbus, Ohio. She goes to fucking Africa. You know? So. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. so break us down uh, a day that happens, you know, in your life. Just a, a normal, normal day. day. All right, like today. Um, I didn't work last night, which is good. So I wake up first thing in the morning. I get my kid ready for school. She gets ready for work. I drive her to the Metro North if she's working from her office. So if not, she works from home. I get my kid on a school bus. And then I come home and sleep because you know, I'm usually exhausted. I get home and sleep. I wake up around noon, one o'clock, start rattling off emails, you know, replying to people. Because you're booking your own shows. Uh, no, I have someone who books my shows, but, you know, I got I to gotta reply to people who I work with and, you know, and just, you know, correspondence shit. And then uh, four o'clock rolls around and I, I go pick my kid up from the school bus, get him home, feed him, maybe get him to like wrestling practice or some shit like that. Oh, nice. And then nice. around six, seven, she gets home. And when she gets home, a lot of nights, then I go, okay, get everyone in the house. I jump on the road. I, if I'm in town, I come into the city. If not, if I, you know, but. How often do you do shows uh, per week? Or should I break it down per, per month? Um, per, well, per week. How many nights or how many shows? Well, how many How many nights? nights? Uh, about four to five nights a week. Four to five nights yeah. a week. And you go into the city and you're going to different cities. If, if I'm not traveling anywhere. And by city, I mean New York City. Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm not traveling anywhere, I do I do spot, spots in town. So it's 15-minute spots in clubs, mm-hmm. comedy clubs in the city. Kind of working out new shit, that kind of thing. And then uh, if I'm traveling, which is like a once, two weekends a year, a month rather, then I'm out. Then I'm gone from like Friday night till Sunday morning. Okay. So how do you prep for these shows? 
because you know you're, you're breaking down you know it seems like you have time to prep while the kids at school and wife's at work so what do you do exactly like do you actually write down your own jokes or you kind of watch comedians how you go about that uh, um no 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 i uh if i'm working on new shit i mean i write i i, I don't write on paper like i'm not i i um are you the Jay-Z or um No, I'm just uh, fucking uh, lazy. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't write nothing down. I'm on my Jay-Z. No, I don't. Shit. I, I I don't. I don't own a notebook. I go into the booth and that's it. You don't own a No, but I have an idea. Like, right. like and that's what when I'm in the city, you do workout sets, that's what you're doing. You go into these clubs, you know, and uh just to get your reps up. Yes, yeah, so I'll go, you know, if I'm an eight fifteen spot at New York Comedy Club and I go, Okay, I know I'm there. I'll have ideas in my head of shit I'm working on. They're not fully formed bits yet and i'll get on stage and i'll kind of know where it's going and i'll fuck around with it a little and you know i'll if i'm if it, if i'm losing them i can pull it back and, you know and i'll slowly work that out and i'll record everything and then i'll do that a hundred times and i'll listen back to everything and as i listen back automatically i can hear okay this is where i fucked up this is where i fucked up this is where this needs to go and you know and, and then of course like anything else you just expound on ideas like you know driving home you just oh it can go this direction it can go that direction i can i can talk about it from the other direction so if i'm talking about the you know the pros of something i can also counter it with the cons of something you know what i mean and then uh, you know i i mostly tell stories on stage so these are all things that happen to me so it's not that hard to really get there you know what i mean i know what happened i know actually what the thing was it's just about how to make it interesting and funny to other people Gotcha. That's all I don't. Now, do you do um? Because I I, I got to yoga. Come. No, no, no. <laughs> the next time you in uh New York tonight. Tonight where? Uh, New York Comedy Club. Right after this. Right, right after. Right after. this. this. What time? Oh, right after this. Well, what time is it? It's not. No, twelve forty-five. Yeah. Do you do uh like parenting skits and stuff like that? I talk about my kid a lot on stage. Yeah. yeah. I talk about my kid a lot, and I've gotten shit for it. Um, Why? It's people are cunts. Um, well, who have I gotten shit from? It's always dumb shit. It's never like professional shit I've gotten. I've gotten shit from like, I got shit from his old school, <laughs> garbage the teachers were, and uh, you know, oh, like you gotta elaborate on that. Like what was like what you say? Eh, they saw something. You know, they saw something and I just talked about how shitty the teachers were and they, the they te- kind of got upset. But I don't even remember. It was just some dumb. Nah, it's like, it's like back. The teachers are shitty. The they should gar- be shitty. Why do you think I don't live in New York City? Yeah. It's garbage. Useless education system. Uh-huh. Talk it's about it. I, I, I get it off I, your I, chest. I, but listen, I, I work for the Board of Education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you probably I, shouldn't say that on a podcast. No, no, with as no, 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 shitting I, I, all no, over. No, I said I used to work for the okay. Board of Education. I don't work for them no more. I'm shitting all over this fucking... Shit broken on, establishment. Listen, shit on them. Like I don't work for them no more. Oh, like, it's it, terrible. Yeah. When I lived, when I lived here, like we moved the part of Queens we moved in. We moved there because it was like on paper the best school system in New York City. Yeah, Queens or is one like of the uh, the suburb. For yeah, New we, York well, City. we moved into Forest Hills. Mm-hmm. We moved to Forest Hills. The school's great. Like like it was rated on all the on the websites like a ten out of ten or whatever the fucking score was. And then it was garbage. Like. He wasn't even in an actual classroom because it was overcrowded. So they had him in like a like a storage container next to the school. The hell? And then like, yeah, it was just the, the teacher. It was too much. Problem is in New York City, the 
Department of Education, it's it's huge. We all know it's huge. And it's run like a civil organ. You know, it's run like a like it's the DMV or it's the fucking post office. It's run like a government institution. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in a small town, it's run like a small school district. Correct. Like I've met the superintendent of the schools. I know the principal by name. You know, all the class sizes are small. You know what I mean? Like everything is kind of smaller. And I think smaller is better for education. What the fuck do I know? But all right. So far, it's good. Yeah, that's what's up. So what other bits did you do with your kid that people were like, oh, what the hell? Was that the only one? I That I got shit for? Um, yeah, I, I I have a story that was on TV. I talk about my kid's stupid. Uh, people get upset about that. How um, old was he that you were say that your kid is like, stupid? Uh, I'm still stupid. Um, <laughs> well, no, I talk about it all the time. I talk about, you know, little boys are dumb. You know, it's not a secret. The little boys are dumb. The little boys are dumb. But what do you mean? Define dumb. What is dumb? Dumb. Dumb as rocks. They're fucking idiots. Like, but how? Because because how they do dumb shit. They do. They do all day long. Like I, I took my kid. You got two school. You got, I got two, two boys. I have two boys, but they're. I, I, I'm not. I'm not being biased. I'm not doing. I'm not doing anything. Do you they think do. your kids are smart? Yes. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. You're 100% wrong. Or you're dumb. They're smart. <laughs> well, I would say I'm dumb. They're no, good. Said, like, my kid's smart on paper. Like, he does great in school. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I've also taken him out of a bath and told him, like, all right, go get dressed. And then I walk into his bedroom five minutes later and realize I never specified dry off. So this little asshole is rolling around the floor trying to stretch a Ninja Turtle <laughs> t-shirt over soaking wet carcass. That's a dumb person thing to do. Yeah. The kids. The a little kids, girl would dry her. Fucking no, 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 no. This is listen, where you come in. Listen, when, you know, I mean, for, for the past few months, I haven't been bathing uh, my daughter. Like my wife, she's been she taking. Smells terrible. You know, <laughs> my wife has been taking care of all of that, you know, lately since I, you know. Because a lot of dynamics changed in our house. Okay. So uh, she's been handling all that. Um, but before all of that, I would like tell her, like, listen, here, take the towel, you know, wrap yourself, drop that joint. But how old is she? She's like, she's five now. She Damn. was doing, she's she was, five? Yeah. So she was doing that when she was four. Four, three. I'm talking about a fucking eight year old. Oh, she, that's, that's like he, he's wild. He knows how to log into websites, he has a YouTube channel. Understands how to like change batteries and shit. Like yeah. he knows enough shit to know you should probably dry your body off right. before you put right. clothes on. Right. Well, I can tell you this: I think boys are definitely lazy for sure. Like they, they, I, I don't know what it is. Like you know, on paper, you know, my oldest and you know the youngest. We can't, you know, obviously I tell, I can tell with he counts and you know his teachers tell me he's doing great sure, but the sure. oldest is doing really really good in school however at home he just like i don't know it's just like he just doesn't care like like you said the whole yeah. not drying your body things like that yeah, or like idiots. you <laughs> you know the morning schedule dog so when you get ready eat your eat your breakfast and just keep it moving this dude's over here spinning beyblades yeah they're like yeah, um uh telling his mom like yo i need a dollar for school to to buy for something for the chinese new year Mom goes, you know, you know how many cents makes a dollar. I don't have a single on me, so just go grab that. So he's like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. So obviously his mom just says, grab the two, the four, the four quarters and keep it moving. 
He gets to school. I didn't take the four quarters with me, mom. So mom feels bad. She drives. So d- dumb shit like that for sure. Yeah, dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah, yeah, boys yeah. are dumb. See, I'm right. <laughs> See, I'm right. <laughs> I mean, it, I just think. Look, I think. Look, this is a very progressive opinion, right? Because I'm a feminist. Progressive. <laughs> um, I'm saying that women are smarter, <laughs> at least for a little while. But um, you know, I think boys until they're about twenty are like one eighth retard, like. <laughs> They're like one eighth retarded. Or I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to say retarded anymore. They're one eighth R worded. And um R worded. <laughs> and and then you grow out of it. Like there's biological proof. Allegedly that, grow out of it. Well, look, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But at the same time, you know, any doctor will tell you, like, a, a girl's prefrontal cortex is developed at like 17. A boy's is developed at 21. We develop slow as shit. So it's like, yeah, they're gonna be kind of Dumb, which is good. I'm dumb too. Trust me. <laughs> I don't want a girl. Well, Seems like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah the, not, like the, the girl. The girl clean a pussy. Yeah, the girl is. It's a. It's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Dude. Um, Mike is. Mike um, is funny, man. Yo, real yeah. quick, Mike. So the dynamic in your house, right? Yes. You got the. You got moms. You yeah. got son. You got dog. I was talking with Sean earlier, and we were not going back and forth. We just brought it up. But we were talking about fear and respect, okay. right? So in your household, who is feared and who is respected? Or does that even is that even like a, a thing? I don't think it's really dynamic uh, for us. Um, definitely no one's feared. No one's fucking afraid of anyone. Except the dog is afraid of me. Um, well, as, as far we, as your child, like, where, where, does your child respect? Well, obviously he respects you. You, you know, look at you. You got you yeah, got no, a cool no. T-shirt on. Yeah, I mean, he'll he listens to us, but everything is very much like we talk about everything. Everything is very out in the open. To the point, I don't watch my language around my kid. I don't hide shit from him. Like it's we are very transparent. Tra- oh, super transparent, which is not the way I grew up. But not not the way either one of us grew up. So we're you know we're kind of. I guess new wavy in that respect, like, you know, let's just communicate everything. Let's, you know, get everything out in the open. And so far, that seems to work for us. What made you guys land on that? Um, you know, we're 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 both third world children and and you know, we have like and, and that's you know, from like strict Catholic homes anywhere it's like, you know, very much like, you know, do as I say, not as I do, you know. And then, you know, but also just like most people our age my parents and her parents were a lot younger when they had us. And like, I was 33 when I had my kid. I was 31. Yeah. So it's like the same. So you're smarter yeah. at that age. Like you yeah. can make better decisions. So it's, so by the time they're old enough to talk to you, you could probably, you probably are better at communicating. Allegedly. Like, my oh. wife said I need to do better. Because <laughs> me, me, I shoot from the hip. Like I, I don't, like I give my, my child one I give her like maybe two chances before I'm like zero to 100 on her. And Scoob, he be on the phone with me sometimes talking and, and he hears it. And he, and he probably be like, this guy's a maniac. Me. But <laughs> you don't know that there was something beforehand right, that right. led up to me saying, shut your ass down. <laughs> you know I mean, not to say my kid doesn't get in trouble. Yeah. Of course he's he eight does. eight years old. He's doing you, know, you know, when I come home, there's a Nintendo Switch on the floor in my living room. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, dude. But, uh, but no, no, no. For the most part, like, just we talk shit out, like, quick. And I'll be honest, he, I'm not saying this works for everyone, but for, 
in my house, if I say like, hey, go do this, it just gets done right away. I don't have to yell. I don't have to make a threat. It just gets done. That's he's, it. He's, done. he's into it. He does it. Whatever it is. I also, I, I fully aware I have a good kid. There's people out there. I'm sure you have the listeners that have, you know, an ADD kid who's a pain in the ass and does need a different level of attention. That's fine, too. I'm not saying I, I don't tell anyone how to raise their kid. But for me, I'm very lucky. He's easy as fuck. Well, nice. I, I deal with three. So well, that's that's you have like old I dynamics got, got to work with. But uh, I try two I, teenagers, fuck two teenagers that. and a five year old. Get them emancipated. I try I try to do the talking thing and, and I tried to build. Uh, I, I'm not feared in any way, shape or form by my kids. Um, my wife laughs at me when I get upset or when I try to be upset. And they were like, man, like, you know, not like, man, sit your black ass down, but just more like, this dude ain't serious. But then I have to get to another level where they're like, all right, now he is serious. But um, so, yeah, I tried the whole talking thing. I still do it. I still try to, you know, communicate why certain things are the way they are, why they can't. But it goes on deaf ears. But I guess my child is in a different space right now. He's six turning seven. Did you yeah. see? Do you see the maturity in your child to be like, all right, I think he's getting it now, or was it right off the bat? We're talking about things. He's doing. He's doing his thing right away. Oh, see, and it's different when you have one kid because just one on one, it's you're always communicating, and we spend a lot of time together because I'm home all day with them. So it's always it's been a progression. Of course, now he's more, you know, he's more cognizant of things than ever before, and he's way more aware of things more curious than ever before but um we always kind of did it it just worked its way up so like now at eight it's way different than it was like when it was your kids age of six now it's like i'm talking to like a little person where at six it was still kind of like sort of a baby but sort of getting there where now he's like eight and you know this your kid's older like that's when they start having like like now there's opinions involved and like he's got preferences to shit you know, it's not just like, you know, doing whatever. Hand gestures. Oh, yeah. All that shit. <laughs> neck rolling. Eyes, you know, neck snapping. Like, what? Oh. <laughs> yeah, she, like, my, my daughter, she tests me, but she know. I, I, listen, I, I, I'll i be honest with you, man. I'm feared. You're feared. I, I'm feared. I'm mm-hmm. feared, you know, because. Not even feared. You're feared. Yeah, feared. Yeah, I'm feared, man. You know, true story. They are, uh, like my wife told me. One time she told my um, my daughters, the older ones, she said, uh, I'm going to start having Sean dish out the punishments on y'all. No, no, no. Don't don't have him do it. No, no. <laughs> and, and I don't think my, it's... You're and, not... You're not and, I'm you're not, not, and the funny thing is, I'm, I'm not even on it like that. It's just like when I come in, like my persona, like from day one, mm-hmm. it's always been like... But they 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 show me love. They know I'm a mad cool. I'm, I'm chill. Because well, you're not but, an asshole. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, you're, I'm not. You're, you're, like, you're like a yeah. not a big teddy bear, but yeah, you're but a I'm very cool. kind person. Very yeah, cool. I'm cool. Yeah. And if they need my help, I'm always there. I'm more that type of father. Right, right. Like I'm just you know I'm here. I'm quiet. I'm chill. You know, let me do my thing. You need something. You don't need something. Cool. We talking about. You need to talk to me about something. I'm here. You don't need to talk to me about nothing. I'm not one of those dads that come in and just talk bullshit. And, you know, 
just to try to, you know, say, get a, you know, uh, a conversation going. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of the, I'll say, hello, you know, how you doing? How was school? Everything good? You all right? All right, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing by the computer, music. Oh, I'm in the bedroom napping, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and straight up, that's just, that's my, you know, my workflow. Get up in the morning, go to the gym, do what I do, come home, you know, and my daughters are older now. They're 17, 14. In the beginning, when they were younger, you know, of course, they're doing young girl stuff. Kennedy, she's five, so she's still got a ways to go. So she's still going to try to test us. But that's the immaturity that I was talking about. So in mm. Kennedy's situation, mm. my child's, both mm. of my children's situation, they might not be cognizant to see certain things to be like, hmm, you know, how how am I gonna how am I gonna equal this out? So I think you know, with Mike's situation, he kind of just like you said had that one on one the whole time where he could just build that situation yeah, yeah. and say. I this is the respect that we're going to have. But also, you know, from your perspective, it looks like fear works too. But how often are you using fear? Because if you're using fear every day, nah, it's it nah, almost nah, nah. like that fear doesn't work. See, for me, it's, when I speak, it's real. When you hear, when you hear I need y'all to go in there and do y'all, y'all chores, it's real. There's no back talk. There's no... Nothing like it's just you. You lay it down just like the way you just yeah, spoke right just now, like, yeah, just right. like that. You know, because I that's that's the era I come from. My my father was like that. My mother was like that. My grandmother, you know, was like that. You know, they didn't play no games. It's like when they tell you to do something, it needs to be done. And 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 all the other loving stuff comes after that, of course. You right, know, right, right. but if they give you an order, it needs to be done, and that's it. And that's where I come from. So coming up. Yes, we are like you said the new generation where it's like kind of uh, what do you called it earlier? Oh, I said we're the first generation of I love you dads. Yeah, the I love you uh, type dads. Yeah, where it's more like uh, not so much go upside your head first and then ask questions later. It's more like let me see what's going on here before I go upside your head, <laughs> or if I have to, you know. Um, my wife. She's big on communication, even though she be frying some time on me. She be going hard, and it's all good. I don't, I don't check her on it. But when I go hard, it's like, well, see, you don't, you're coming in on the intel of the story. <laughs> see, this is what happened. See, you coming in wilding, but this is what I spoke to her earlier. That's fair, and, though. You know, yeah. and so. So she's like, she'd be like that on me. She was like, you got to work on your communication skills. Well, I, I had something something similar. So um, with the four-year-old, well, he, excuse me, he's three going to turn into, going to turn into four. He's a little more, he's chill, you know what I'm saying? But he's, mm-hmm. he's on his live wire. He's going to move around and right. act silly when he acts silly. But, you know, sometimes I have to check him when it comes to his older brother. I have to check the older brother when it comes to him because they have to have that level of respect with each other. So <clears throat> with him, you know, I, I could tell him, like, don't do that. And he was just like, ah, you know, come on, dad. And then if I, I have to do, for me, I have to do facial expressions, mm-hmm. tones, and hand signals for me to get a response out of them. To be like, all right, this dude's not playing. I can't go in there with a tone and mic. I can't go in there and talk about it. So 
I'm a sucker, man. I'm not. I'm I mean, not, look, I'm not feared. I think I, I'm for sunny. sure respected. You better get on your Sunny from Bronx tail. No, I'm for sure respected. <laughs> for your they kid respect, come behind yeah. you with the power. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm for sure respected because I am a I love you, Dad. My my wife, she grew up in a different situation, not hardcore, nothing like that. She just views a male differently than how I treat my my sons. So I am a I love you, Dad. I'm a big teddy bear for them. I am respected, not feared. I don't think fear is the way to go. But your type of fear, I feel, is a little more respect. Once you say something, they respect you yeah, I can't play from that. that. So fear, I guess, in my sense, is like, yo, I'm about to grab my belt and, and whoop your tail or, you know, okay. the fade the fader timeout type of thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's my, know, my that's little that, segue for you. Yeah, the segue, fade or timeout. I know you listened to the first episode. No, no, no. Um, right, right, right. No, you said no. I did. <laughs> right. Sorry, I just, I just drove down to the city. Right, sure. right. Um, I, I haven't put him in timeout in years. I used to put him in timeout when he was younger because, like, it was like, okay, well, that's when you know, like, four or five years old, they would do something like you know, and you know, you do the timeout by what is it, the one minute per year of their age. So it's like, you know, they're four years old. You put them in timeout for four minutes. Really? I didn't yeah, know that. Usually That's a rule? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. And it was it worked. But now... That's cause I just, excuse me, that goes to show you I don't do the timeout game. <laughs> <laughs> now know. it's... Uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't come up. It doesn't come up at all. Like, if, if there's something he doesn't do, there's consequences otherwise. Like, he gets an allowance. So his allowance is based on shit he's got to do around the house, which is... He's fucking eight. So it, it's stuff like, you know change the dog's wee-wee pad and, you know, like, put water. So if he doesn't do it, then I say, hey, you're not going to get your allowance if you don't do it. And then, boom, it gets done. And now, because he's into video games so hard, I mean, it's gross, the level of video games in my house right now. <laughs> but um, if he doesn't do something, there could always be a threat of, okay, well, if this doesn't get done, we're going to take away, you know, some of your games or whatever the case may be. But I'll be honest, my kid is pretty set and forget. I mean, like, he comes home. And like before anything, I'll be like, "Hey, do you want a snack first? And I'm like, "You know what? I'm just gonna do my homework first." Oh, nice! I'm getting to that level. Kind of yeah. My kidney, she wants snack now. We like go wash your damn hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, "No, I'll do homework." And, and yeah. then he'll do his homework first. I'll do yeah. it with him. And then afterwards, we'll fuck off. And because of that, because he's very good, and again, that's why everything isn't for everyone. Because my kid's very good and listens to everything. I let him get away with a lot of shit. Yeah, you have the perfect child. That's you know, cool. He, you know, he, just rub it in our face. He watch, you know, <laughs> he, he watches already. He's he's at home watching already movies right now. For real, a hundred percent. Because Friday night is like you know <laughs> the, the night we don't make him go to bed. You know, anytime he's so he's probably downstairs. She's up. I'm sure she's upstairs, probably sleeping already. And he's definitely downstairs. Takes control of the living room, probably with you know a chocolate milk and a bag of popcorn. And he's probably now, watching child's play. Now, is his mom's, how is his mom's on the uh, the discipline factor? Is she's, you know, hard or she's like, same. you know, same? same we're on cool. the same page with everything. Okay. And again, even even like I said, like he watches already movies. He watches the ones I've said he could watch. Gotcha. He's so that he's not good. going off of the, the spectrum. Because I get a, anything on on demand, I get like a little, like a message on my phone. So I, I know, you know, you I expose, monitor. You're exposing them to the life early? Yeah, man. Like, and now there's, there's, there's movies he can't, he's, there's the movies he can't see. Earlier. For instance, he wants to watch uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. Oh, good. I, but I told him yeah, I can't. Good, good. You know what it is? We'll watch stuff. If there's nudity, that's the one line I draw. I don't okay. care about language. I don't care about murder. 
No, because it's fake. It's okay. super fake. Okay. I'd rather watch a movie about fake killing than the real news with actual people killing people. You know and, what I mean? And obviously, do you have that conversation? Like, oh, this oh is yeah. Fake. Oh, he's into film. He's into he's into special effects. He he wants to know how shit's done. He's met actors that are in movies that he's seen before, so he has like that understanding of like, oh, this is a job. They this is a story they're telling, and you know, this is bullshit. And you know, there's someone who had to direct this, and they got a check. You know. But uh, so no, he understands that fully. The the one line I draw is nudity, and that's just because yeah, he's fucking eight, eight years right, old. To, to, to have to learn yeah. sexuality at that age is kind of weird. So if it's something I've seen before, or if I could look it up and find where the nude scenes are, so like one or two, and I know when we get there, I'll just fast forward it. We'll watch it together. But like like the Friday Thirteenth movies, there's tits every fifteen minutes. Every fifteen minutes. So he'll know. So he just won't watch them. Like I'll tell him this: you can't watch. And he'll go, okay, can I watch Pet Cemetery? Sure. You know, and then he'll know, and he won't deviate. Did, yeah. Does he get scared, or he just he just loves the whole? No, theatric. he loves it. And I didn't get him into it either. Huh. I didn't get into it at all. He started on his own because he started watching like a. Uh, Kids horror stuff like uh, like goosebumps, goosebumps, yeah, Yo, goosebumps. My kids love goosebumps, man. Um, the haunting hour. Mm-hmm. He's like getting into all the R.L. Stein shit and reading the books and watching the TV shows, and the movies, and then like he started transitioning to like, you know, hey, I think he was he was on um because I know sub cable providers like I have an Xfinity and you, there's a voice remote, and he would watch like horror movies with kids and Children of the Corn came up. He's like, That's got kids. Can I watch it? I know there's nothing really bad in Children of the Corn. Yeah, Children of the What do they do? Yeah, it's from yeah. 1980. So yeah. it's like there's nothing really bad in it that you can see. They're just like weird kids, right? Yeah, yeah. weird Children kids doing... Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's some killing scene. Kids that kill all the adults in a town. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a cult. Yeah. And he got into that. And he started getting into like horror movies with kids in them. So he's into that shit. But it's like, again, that's only because nothing else is bad. So like he also knows that, let's say, he deviates from that or watches something he's not allowed to watch or school starts slipping then all those things change too then you can't watch the horror movies at 10 o'clock at night on a friday anymore because school's slipping or because you're not making your practice or whatever so i think everything is like you're constantly just juggling everything when everything's going great it's great i'm sure at some point he'll be 14 and you know he's gonna mess up yeah Yeah. we all do what you Mm -hmm. call it kennedy she likes uh evil dead i got really oh yeah yeah she um we watched it one time she was just in the room because she likes to come in the room Mm -hmm. my wife she goes out so she likes to come in the room with me. Me, I will sit there and watch horror movies until my eyes bleed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she came in there one day and I was watching Evil Dead. And she actually sat there and watched it with me. And we were like just sitting there and watching. She asked me questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then after that, she was like, can we watch that movie again? And she see the, the thumbnail, or, you know, the poster. Right, right. She's like, no, nah, I want to watch that again. I'm like, you want to watch that again? I there you go. You know that. Oh, what else? Something else. Uh, the Friday the Thirteenth ones. Nah, I didn't introduce her to that. I mean, she saw a glimpse of part two, mm-hmm. but nah. Um, just the Evil Dead movie. She loved it. You know, so. Nah, my kids. Are Army, just of stuck on <laughs> Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. That's the kind of a kids movie. Like, yeah. I mean, I know it sounds silly, but it's yeah. kind of campy and funny. Yeah. And, I'll tell you, like, a horror movie moment with my kid was this summer. So we have a backyard now, and we're trying to take advantage of all the outdoor shit we never really had. I never had a backyard in my life, so this is all new to me, too. You know, my backyard used to be the West Side Highway when I was a kid. Like, it was. So um, we got tent. We got a tent. We got a big tent, 
and we put it in my backyard. We made popcorn, and my Wi-Fi works all the way out. So we brought my laptop and watched Halloween in the dark, in the middle of the night, in the woods, in a tent. Because I'm in the woods, you know. So, and it was, it has a new level of scary because, yeah. you know, by the way, I live where the fucking there's animals. And your and mind is, you know, oh, yeah. tricks on you. And, you know, there's, you hear rustling all the time. There's deer and squirrels and all bullshit. So you hear rustling outside and he loved it. He loved the idea of like being scared, watching yeah. Halloween in the dark. So yeah, it's, twigs it's fun. Snap. It was an event for him. Yeah, it's fun. That's cool, man. Yeah. Now you mentioned that he's into wrestling. How did you guys get into that? Oh, uh, you know, I just live in an, I live in an area, fortunately, that has like great programs for everything. So like he just joins teams, man. That's why I gotta get out of get the I gotta fuck get out of, out of, out of the city. Rent, dog, yeah, I gotta get out, man. Yeah, of course, rent. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to do it. Transition. Mm-hmm. Rent yeah. if it sucks, you fucking undo it. Yeah, you know, they'll just go buy a house somewhere weird. But but uh, like we got up there and we live on a lake. So the first thing he did is uh, he wanted to join uh, the swimming team. He joined the swim team. Didn't think he was going to like it. It's a, it's a five-day week practice plus one swim meet a week. It was like a pretty hard schedule. Fucking loved it. Summer's over. He joined soccer. Pretty rigorous team schedule. Loved it. And then it was getting cold. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, I guess we're done. You know, soccer's over. And then he, he went to school. And they're like, oh, you know, there's a wrestling program at the high school. Can I do that? Okay. Now he's in wrestling, man. How big is he? Uh, sixty pounds. Sixty pounds, dang. Yeah, so it's a, it's the the second lowest division, you know. And again, they're kids, but you know, I think it's. I I well, I wasn't a sports kid at all, but I like the idea. I like uh, learning how to work at a team, learning how to take instructions from another adult that's not you. Like Absolutely. that's a good tool to have because you know plenty of kids know how to listen to their parents, but they're cunts everywhere else. Mm. So like learning how to listen to a coach and getting constructive criticism is a good tool to learn early and a lot of us didn't learn it until we were uh, adults and then had to you know mm-hmm. and then to be jerks and figure it out plus you know little things like for the wrestling is a good example because they you're you're learning the moves and if you do something wrong there's a consequence to it same with martial arts it's like you know you do something wrong there's a, co- a physical consequence you may wind up on the ground and now you've learned there's no you know there's no well, that guy didn't like me. No, 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 no. He did something better than you. You're on the ground. That's a lesson that we all need for everything in life. Because he's going to be working with a company at some point in his adult life. And his boss is not going to like something he did. And I don't want him to be like, you know, oh, my boss is a dick. I want him to be able to stand back and go, okay, what did I do that made this an issue? I think what sports is a good thing for that. Also, what could That's I do dope. better? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And sports is the best place to learn that shit. That's like I said, cool. I didn't learn any of it because I didn't do any fucking sports. Right. Gotcha. Now, are you well, learning anything? Well, obviously, you're learning that sports is good for, for kids, but are you, like, getting into any sports? That you, no, I just, I just I just sit there and I talk shit about the parents. <laughs> <laughs> I, are you a screaming parent? You don't seem like a screaming parent. No, no, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I just, like, have fun. Um, his mom is a big screamer at soccer games. Yeah. She grew up in soccer. Oh, yeah? You're, Sean told me something. And is your wife Haitian? Yeah, and so is my mom. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. That's dope. So I, I, I was, I was a little nervous. I was about to say, "Damn, I, I hope I, I hope I said that right. I hope yeah, I said yeah. that right. I hope I said that right." There you go. Damn. Yeah, you know, fathers. I had to, I had to dab Mike up. You know, because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Haitian as well. 
I know that. Asian. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Mike, Mike, uh, is he? my father. I yeah, did not Asian. know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So y'all could now you can sit here and get no, your. Nah, oh, 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 nah, oh. I'm not even doing any of that. <laughs> yeah, so my, so my kid, my kid's three quarters Haitian, and um, so soccer is a big thing for her side of the family because her dad's a big soccer person. She grew up watching soccer with her dad, so she goes to the game and she's screaming. I'm doing the opposite. I'm sitting there. Just let just let them run around. I don't give a fuck. Score a goal, don't score a goal. Have fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? But give them a, a clap. But she's the opposite. She's walking up and down the sidelines, screaming plays out. The the, the coaches are getting pissed off because you know it's like it's getting because they're they're young. Yeah, they're all seven, eight, nine years old, and it's like you know the coaches are trying to yell out instructions, and then you know here she is yelling like a different play, which might be a better play, arguably, but mm-hmm. at the same time, these kids are like, oh, who do I listen to? It's like, yeah, what's up, the guy? put you in the game asshole <laughs> but uh do you guys do any like all right so he's in soccer but do you guys do any like side work like do you have a little goal or yeah yeah we ball? actually have a goal in the in the backyard right now and uh yeah we practice all the time nice like if he's doing goalie we'll just practice well i'll just get a bunch of balls and i'll just kick them all to him and you know he'll practice diving for me or vice versa um not that i'm any good but i'm good enough to to help him kick out. a ball and then you know he he can work on his shit but uh yeah, again, that's the cool thing about being in the country. You can just throw a fucking soccer goal in your backyard. <laughs> Whereas before, it's like, what do you do? Put it on the terrace? Great. And now we have to throw the grill away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or go to um, uh, Kip's Bay and spend like $800. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Right. In closing, any advice you got for what? Young, not young, but just fathers. For new fathers. New for fathers. New fathers out there. What, what advice even, do you have? Oh, uh, man. New fathers. Um, yeah. Because you eight years in the game now. You know, don't be a dick is probably the best thing I could say in any in any new thing in life. And look, I don't know how to be a father. So I'm, I'm a bad example. I don't have a father. So everything I know about being a father, I learned from like the Cosby show and Roseanne. So like probably two shows that are not politically <laughs> friendly right now but <laughs> but about but, to say your man but, cosby on tier three right now by the way my, my kid loves the cosby show right now yeah. his new thing he found it on amazon prime mm. and he's been barreling through episodes of the cosby uh, show uh, did you let him know about no know, of course uh, not the show is still a great yeah. show you should let him it's know still, like hey man no, Cos- like, hey. cosby doing sets right now he doing pull-ups well did you hear did you man, hear he's what he's walking, doing right now yeah, he's uh, walking around like mr huxbill yeah this oh, is crazy. amazing. Have you talked about it on your podcast yet? No. No? Nah, no? Not yet. This is the most important thing in American history right now. That's yeah. true. Yeah, Bill yeah, Cosby, yeah. who just got out of solitary confinement. Like he was, he was they locked him up. You know, he was 23 and 1 for he the first time. Pop. Put him in general population. Within an hour, he had a, a, a fake apron on that he made out of the sheets. And he was taking appointments as Dr. Heathcliff yeah. Huxtable. Yo, he makes them crazy. call him Dr. Huxtable. Crazy. That's beautiful. And they, and, you know, someone asked him, they, like uh, the prison asked him, like, hey, you know, what do you know about this? He's like, well, I played this character for eight years. And I learned a lot about how to take you know how fucking dumb that is. No, I'm wait, I'm wait. He probably <laughs> walking around the yard screaming where Theo at. You know what I'm saying? He probably like, found Theo already. Right. Like, yo, Theo, was like, mad Theo's in there. What's even crazier Theo's. than all of that? Is that Dr. Huxtable was a fucking gynecologist. Right. Oh, yes. Was he looking up their assholes? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I totally forgot that he was a gynecologist because he did the whole thing with the um the baby stuff. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, he's an OBGYN. He's checking out fucking Aryan assholes right now in fucking federal prison. Yo, somebody was like, um, I said, 
no, he'd be all right. If he's in gen pop, ain't nobody going to really. He's 81 years old. He's blonde. You don't get no cool points for setting it on on Bill Cosby, man. Even though people were coming up with all these stories about how he got slapped, somebody pushed him on the floor and um, threw um, hot dog buns at him. Like, crazy. Nobody's doing that to Bill Cosby. Nobody. You come, Bill Cosby coming through, he good. Everybody like, nah, we grew up watching your show. Even though we all in here together, it's fucked up, but you still like America's dad to us. And they're going to protect him while he's in there. He got handlers. Nobody going to see him go down like that. No young kid coming in there, shanking him. Gonna, they're going to they no they he stab Heathcliff, yeah. combustible Huxtable. Right. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> you don't get no props for that, man. But, they don't even know who he is. But, yo, Mike, man, um, definitely appreciate you coming through finally. For Thank real. You. Saying, for um, real. Uh, Thank you for the drinks. Like, yes, yes. Appreciate no, it. No, no problem. Are those? Huh? What yeah, kind of J's uh, are those? I don't know. You got the yeah, floors? Nah, Mike, I do. Mike be all he he got mad stuff, man. He, <laughs> Mike man got mad stuff, okay. yo. He got mad style, man. Don't even yeah, know. you yeah you know exactly what they nah, are. Mike, like, it's just some things I slapped nah, around. Mike yeah. is in, he's in he's in it. He's all in. I'm wearing, it. I'm wearing a hoodie I found under my bed, so um, I'm Mike kidding. is all in. I'm it, killing man. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sleeping it tonight. But yeah, thank you for coming through. Uh, thank you guys. Um, what else? I guess uh, as the show get you know bigger, come through again. Fuck yeah, and um. And let us know about your let us know about your uh, sets, man. man. He got he Definitely said he got one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can I plug one, some got, stuff? No, this yeah. is, is this is, is okay? your can area, can my brother. Plug, just plug, let me just, plug. You know, go to at Michael Brigante on all social media. Go to my website, michaelbrigante.com. Uh, find links to my podcast there. Find uh, tour dates, all that shit there. And uh, your IG, yeah, man, you got to put your IG up there. Yeah, yeah. All social media is the same. Michael Brigante at Michael Brigante for everything. I'm easy to find. A lot of offensive well, shit. He's to be doing. Had, um, you know? He's also uh, running for mayor too, y'all. I might. I might. I think I'm, I'm disqualified now. Why? Where? I mean, excuse me. Why? Where? Uh, uh, New York. I'm, New York City. Oh, okay. I'm gonna run for mayor in New York City, but I don't know if I can. I might. I might. I, I've tried already, and it was shot down once. But uh, I might try again. Uh, I, I have my own party, and that's the problem. And they don't want to accept my party's name. What's your party's it's name? It's the cunt party. <laughs> and um, I refuse to be stifled by uh, mainstream on, media. Come on, man. You could get this city rolling again, back like how I'm it was saying. in the 80s and 90s. I have Cotter. a plan. I have a plan. Come on, man. There we you have go. a big plan. We're back. Bring, man, we're, bring, we're bringing Decepticons back to Brooklyn. Oh, my God. We're chasing out all the bankers from Williamsburg right away. It's like... Uh, plan number on, one. I'm, I'm getting the Irish gangsters back to Hell's Kitchen. That's number two. There you go. Right, chase all those fucking cunts away, yeah. and then that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, man, we need to bring that. We need to bring that uh, aura back in, to New York. In man. the, in I, the, in the I words, think you could do it. In the words of uh, my buddy Jay Zone, it's time for a crime spree. Yes, there you go. Yes. Yo, that's thirty six chambers of fatherhood for you folks. Yo, we out, I'll skis, at you man. Later, we out here to collect. Thirty six chambers of fatherhood.